You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. This is Stuck. Not just any Stuck. Season 3 Stuck. And as you know by now, I'm Rochelle Pereira from Equilibrium, the book. And I'm Damian Bazadonna from Situation, the gut. This season, we've partnered with our friends at Synopsys, the leading news source for anyone in the media and entertainment business. And this is an ideal partnership for us because they're asking millennials and Gen Zers about unique situations in the workplace that have them stuck. And we know that this is a group that has many burning questions, so we're super excited to tackle these issues head on. You guys know the rules by now. Our producers, Katie, Peter, and Stephanie, will read your questions to us here in the studio, and we only have five minutes to think about it before weighing in. Per usual, our responses are not edited or researched. They're instinctual and based on our experiences alone. So let's get started. We got an email from Jasper, who works at a startup with a self-described flat org chart. And so when he took the job, he was super excited because he was told that as the business grew, that they really wanted to hear his ideas for new business and suggestions to improve current business. Um, and so he's now got to this stage where the business is rapidly growing. And as he's coming to his managers and some of the senior leadership with different ideas and suggestions, he either gets yes, 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 or his idea gets shut down. So the thing that really excited him or the opportunity that he thought that he would get hasn't really come through and he's feeling really frustrated, doesn't know how to express this frustration because as he's you know bringing things to those senior people they're kind of not acknowledging him there are surveys like they're definitely aware I think that he sees the management as good people who who think that they want it but it's not getting through so he has filled out a survey that's anonymous giving this feedback but he's not seeing any behavioral change so he's coming to you asking for suggestions of you know how does he get them to hear this so he doesn't feel demotivated. How long has he been there for? He's been there just over a year, but I will pre- I'll preface that with that's actually a pretty long tenure <laughs> at at this company. So it's so you're saying that it's a new company or it's has a high turnover? It's startup. Yeah. Gotcha. So how big is it roughly? Do we have any idea? Is it like ten people, fifty people, hundred people? It's about 35, okay. or it was three weeks ago, so it could be close to 50. They are rapidly growing. Okay. I think that the, the projection is to be 100 okay. next year. And what level is he? 
ish, like, uh, like, well, okay, like mid management type thing? There really isn't mid management. It's really flat. So you've got a small senior team uh-huh. of maybe seven people, and then a bunch of doers. Yeah. And he's trying to speak to the seven people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Season three of Stuck is brought to you in partnership with Synopsis, the leading news source for all things media and entertainment. So, Damien, give me the lowdown. What are your top five reasons for subscribing to the newsletter? Okay, Rochelle loves a great list, so here you go. Number five, they have an amazing job board. If you work in the media business, this is the ultimate job board for you. Number four, they deliver it early in the morning to my inbox. I think it comes in at like four in the morning, this like chock full of information that allows me to start my day understanding the media business before I walk into my first meeting. That's awesome. Number three, it's no frills. It is primarily copy, which is fantastic. I take the train in the morning. I want something that loads quick, that I can read quick, that gives me the information I need. Number two, it has an executive move section. How cool is that? It essentially allows you to know who got canned and who got hired. And number one, and I know you're waiting for it. Oh, I'm waiting. Here it comes. Synopsis starts with a C. (laughs) Mind blown. Okay, I'm sold. I'm going to go to the website, and that is C-Y-N-O-P-S-I-S.com to subscribe to the newsletter. And we thank them very much for their support. All right, Damien, I sometimes... uh poke at you because I say that you're a curmudgeon, but I, but this is my turn to be the curmudgeon. Are you ready? First of all, let's start with, you're always a curmudgeon. We turn this mic on and you turn not into a curmudgeon. But once this mic turns off, if I were to list like <laughs> the top five curmudgeons true. in my life, you're like probably I'd get number two or three, maybe not number one, <laughs> but number two or three. Well, let's hear it. Charming. Okay. Um, Jasper, it is not about you, dude. It is not about you. Take yourself out of the story. Step away. Don't take things so personally. Wow. It's not about you. Where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. Um, I. It's because he's been there for a year. Sounds like they're adding people every week. They want to be 100 people by the end of the year. Chances are they have a ton of work to do. Plus they're recruiting like crazy. And he's probably presenting all of these ideas, not like I want to help, but more like I want to create more work for you. So, of course, they don't want to crush his hopes and dreams. So they say, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or I don't think we can do that right now. And so he gets crushed. But really what they're saying is, is we have a lot of other stuff to focus on. Can you hold it for a second until we're ready to take these ideas forward? But he's taking it so personally that he doesn't see that there's a whole, like, probably myriad of other things happening. And he's like, why don't they like me enough? Wow. Well, Man, was that too tough? That was really harsh, right? Well, first of all, because I'm not a curmudgeon, I'll take the other path. <laughs> Great. So good. The, the, where I, st- I, 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 don't disagree, I don't disagree with you. But what I would say is I think the truth to his feeling is why aren't they acting on his ideas? Okay. So if he's bringing forth ideas, the, the truth to whether or not it's them or him, I think sort of falls in between asking uh, why aren't they acting on it, right? So they're either not acting on it because they don't like his idea. Like they literally don't agree with his ideas, right? He may have a whole bunch of ideas and they don't agree with it, but they have not really said that to him. Second is they don't care, right? Like they're coming in, they're yesing him to death because reality is they don't care. And they brought him on board to tell him all his ideas are welcome. But the reality is, like, it's just not that important to them. 
And then the third is they, they don't, they're not acting on them because there's priorities. And which I think is really where your point is to saying, you may have a great idea, but is any company that's in growth mode or priorities are changing pretty rapidly. And so then therefore it's, it's hard for us to focus on these. The, your ideas simply don't fit into the priorities of the company right now, even though we're all going to benefit in the longer term by us focusing on the priorities we have at hand, right? Or some version of that. The truth is sort of in between, is somewhere in that space for his personal question, because how, how he feels is how he feels, right? So, and there could be a range of ways, because I think any of the options I just put there are all possible. And they're not just that, it's not just him being an eager beaver. They may not, yeah. So, so there's that. I, to me, the answer is somewhere for, if I were uh, Jasper, I think it's somewhere between patience and communication are kind of two things to really practice in trying to navigate through it. Yeah. And I and you're right. Like Jasper feels what he feels, so I don't want him to feel bad and frustrated. I I think when you put it into context as to what are the all the other things going on and what are the other factors that are at play, I think it is easier to manage that frustration. And I would also encourage Jasper to think about what problems can he help them solve that they need to solve. Mm-hmm. So like approaching it by how can I help you? I see there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm really eager to dive in. What's a thing that I can do? How can you best utilize me? Mm-hmm. Like those those are questions that it's hard for them to say no. If they actually say no to that, no, 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 you're fine. Just keep doing your job. Then I would say that it is about him. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. if they if they have an answer to say, yeah, we don't know how to crack this or we don't know, we don't have enough people in this or we need somebody to book rooms for such and such. Like if there's lots of things that he can help with, then then maybe that's a better use of his time and energy right now. Yeah, no, I agree. I, that's, you're, I, yeah, it's like walking in and saying, how can I help you rather than these are ideas that I want to be doing. But, but oh, let's give Jasper the benefit of the doubt and assume that he's bringing ideas in that are relating to issues that they're having. And so if I'm Jasper and you want to control what you can control and have a, a feeling as though you're being heard, um, I think you can, A, first, whatever you're putting forward, try to get some resolution or some understanding of why they're not acting on it. And it might just be priorities. And that might be the answer. Because And what are those other priorities? Just so I have an understanding. Um, that's the first thing. And then how can I be involved in those other priorities to help? Uh, but the second part of that is, okay, what can I do with this idea, what are things that I can do today that might help my idea, which is going to benefit the organization, move forward? Like, what are the steps I can do? And then when is the point in which we can address it? Because that's the, the big thing is kind of the when. And I'm trying to be, I see a lot of this. And this is, um, and I understand, you, there, if you're a highly, there are a lot of highly talented, ambitious people who go out into the workplace and there's something slightly, uh, I don't want to call it demoralizing, it's partially demoralizing, but there's something about going like, we're really busy right now with other priorities. And those other priorities are not you. And that is an understandable answer, but not a sustainable answer to be in a workplace. So I think Jasper has a right to have some sense of understanding of, well, when do these things that I think matter here come into play? Yeah. So to me, I'm like, why isn't it? You, you just not agree? Because if you don't like my ideas, you think I'm going the wrong direction, tell me. They might not be honest with them. What are the things, like, steps I can do today to help move this forward? And when can we regroup and have a conversation? You know, as we're talking about this, this reminds me of when I lived in the UK and worked for the counseling service. And one of the things that 
was happening right around that time period is that our clients wanted more um, uh, counseling support that was not in person. But everything we did was one-to-one in person and only in person. We didn't do any support via email or like teleconferencing or anything like that because it was against our philosophy as a practice. And so one of the things that I kept harping on about, and I was the youngest person by like 20 years in the service, was we need to be doing what our clients say. We need to be more, we need to be embracing technology. And I can guarantee you I was the most annoying person because I kept going on and on about it. But the fact of the matter is the technology wasn't actually there to provide the service that nowadays is completely common sense and everybody offers, you know, virtual you know, counseling and advisory support. But at the time, it, they're, it, the timing didn't meet the opportunity and the and there wasn't an appetite. It's like it, yeah. like all of those concentric circles have to come together for an idea yeah. to really land. And so sometimes I think, you know, Jasper, can you just wait to think about when is the right timing? Because your idea might be the best idea, but what is the right timing so that all of those things can come together and you can see it through fruition? Sometimes you have to just sit and yeah. wait for a little bit. Yeah, and and I was going to balance to balance that. I, I a I agree completely, and I think that there are. I think we kind of outlined some steps of that. I think are reasonable to kind of get an understanding of when your idea might be applicable and how you can have that conversation. With all that being said, most startups fail, and um, I the and I think you nailed this in the very beginning of like understand how you can contribute to the success of the organization, particularly in a startup zone. Never underestimate that, that it's kind of all hands on deck and it it isn't about you because in a startup zone, the upside potential is tremendous and understanding where you can bring value is enormously important because there's nothing more maddening when you're in a we environment of growth and you've got someone on the side calling it an I problem. I have this idea, I have this, and you're, everyone wants to be in a we setting. So um, I agree with you. But I think it's, at, I'm just trying to be respectful of Jasper just at the most basic point, I do think, though, he deserves some sense of clarity uh, from the organization of like, well, these ideas are not priorities, just an understanding as to why. Because I'll assume his ideas are designed to help the we. Like, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. So I do believe there's, they can't just blow it off and go, we have other priorities. There are some reasons yeah. why he th- he's either getting yes or no. And yeah. he just needs to know what the reason is. Yeah, exactly. I think it's reasonable. And when do we readdress this or not? Like, just, you know, I think that's reasonable. Um, I think it's reasonable. Mm. Good luck, Jasper. We hope you liked this episode. And if you did, please rate it on Apple Podcasts or leave us a comment or share it with somebody you think is stuck. This helps us reach listeners who could benefit from these conversations. And if you'd like your own question answered, go to our website, stuckpod.com, and submit a question. Season three of Stuck is created by Equilibrium and Situation in partnership with our friends at Synopsis. It is produced by the wonderful Katie Byrne, Peter Ujicic, and Stephanie Connors. Big shout out to Mirror Tone Studios for putting up with us again. Our theme music is Rockstar by Owen Mulcahy. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org, because only together we rise. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.